This is Jim Wallace for the Soul of the Nation. There are currently more than 2,400 children who have been orphaned by the cruelty of the Trump administration with no clear plan to reunify them with their parents. Families belong together, but detaining them in prison camps as families is not really a solution. The Bible instructs us to protect the orphans. It says that over and over again. Uh, like in James one twenty-seven, it says, Religion that is pure and undefiled before God is to care for orphans and widows in their affliction. Orphans, children who are unprotected, who are alone, who are away from their parents, have a special place in the heart of God. This administration is creating orphans, literally separating kids from their parents and leaving them alone. There are 2,400 children under the age of 12 in detention centers all over the country. The press is not allowed to go in those centers. The governor of New York has been prevented from entering the the centers in his state. No one can see what's happening on the inside. Some of these kids are infants and toddlers. Where are the young kids? Where are the babies? Where are the girls? They won't tell us that. They are making orphans of children. And that is not just a political issue. This is a biblical issue. This administration is making thousands of children orphans. So, in the midst of brutal policies that create orphans and imprison migrant families, I invite you today to join us, people of faith all over the country, in casting the light of Christ upon this political crisis. Following the Reclaiming Jesus Declaration, we spoke out again, together, issuing a call that in the name of Jesus we cannot accept this horrific situation at the border. Then when Attorney General Jeff Sessions called this law enforcement cruelty biblical, according to Romans 13, we had to say, This kind of policy is completely unbiblical. Go to my column in Sojourners this week, sojo.net, and I love the graphic for it. It has this, it just says, the Bible says what? Really? (laughs) The Bible says what? Really? It explains in that column how Romans 13 says nothing of the kind. It says the government is to protect its citizens from evil, protect the good, and protect from the evil. It says love is the fulfillment of the law. It says the government shouldn't be a terror to good conduct, but to bad. This is the reverse of that. This is government terrorizing children and inflicting evil upon them. This policy is unbiblical. 
and the administration is either biblically illiterate or shamefully abusing Scripture in order to justify abusing children. Many of your parents, imagine your kid being put in some cage someplace, not knowing if they're too young where you are or why they're there, or not having your phone number, or not being able to say what they need, and being terrified. This kind of behavior causes irreparable damage to kids throughout the rest of their lives. This isn't biblical. This is contrary to the word and will of God. So, because this crisis on our border is a moral crisis and now a religious crisis, that separating immigrant children from their parents is not just inhumane, it's contrary to the love of Jesus Christ who says how we treat the stranger is literally how we treat him. Matthew 25, verses 31 to 46, read them. It is a form of child abuse. It has already caused irreparable harm and lifelong trauma. So we cannot be silent in this critical time. So, Sojourners invites you in the weeks ahead to join us as we engage in powerful candlelight actions, both in the churches and in public spaces all over the country. We're calling on Congress to pass simple legislation to permanently prevent family separation, to ensure that families be reunited and that migrant families be treated humanely and compassionately. We have already seen and will see many more protests of all kinds around the country that are very hopeful, very positive signs of our willingness to stand up to what's wrong and to say what's right. The power of candlelight prayer vigils shows where the faith community is, that we are standing up, offering our prayers to God, that we are against this. We're praying for those separated children, praying for those migrant families. And candlelight prayer has been part of tremendous movements of social change all through history in South Africa, in the Philippines, in South Korea just last year. It helped bring down the Berlin Wall when East German churches rose up with candlelight prayer vigils in public spaces. So it shows the presence of the faith community, and it shows that we don't just have our hands. We have God's hands, too. We become God's hands, lifting up the prayers to God for the children, for the families, and for ourselves, that we have the courage to stand on the right side. We have the courage to oppose what is evil, and we refuse to accept those who say, we can use the Bible. No, you can't. And the faith community will say so clearly in our candlelight vigils. So get your candles ready. Join us Friday, June 29th, for a multi-faith prayer vigil at the Capitol to pray and call for congressional action and moral courage to address this crisis. This vigil is being organized by Sojourners in partnership with the organizers 
of the Families Belong Together rally, which we also hope you'll join with us on June 30th, Saturday, here in Washington, D.C. Or organize a local prayer vigil in your own community. Most of you can't come to Washington, so plan and host a candlelight vigil in your local church or a public space like your city hall, state capitol, Congressional District Office, or ICE, the Immigration Enforcement Agency, in their local offices. Vigils can take place on June 29th in solidarity with our Capitol Vigil or on days and locations that are best suited for you and your local church and community. We also encourage local churches to uplift prayers for migrant children and families in your weekly worship services. And then, throughout the weeks of June and July, denominational churches are having their annual conferences in cities across the country. These are great opportunities for huge candlelight vigil services. For example, presiding Bishop Michael Curry of the Episcopal Church will be leading a candlelight vigil in Austin, the capital of the state of Texas, where their convention is being held. Apparently, the Trump administration didn't believe that the American people would care about our government ripping children away from Central American parents seeking asylum in the United States, fleeing terrible violence in their countries that was threatening the existence of their families. But Trump and his people were wrong. The nation, the world, was outraged. Faith communities across the country have risen up to speak against this utter lack of compassion. There is a line of demarcation here that political power must not be allowed to cross. From Catholic bishops to Sessions' own Methodist Church to the National Association of Evangelicals, To the Southern Baptists, faith leaders are saying no. And they're saying reclaiming Jesus says that cruel policies that destroy families are unbiblical and unacceptable to those who call ourselves the followers of Jesus. This is a line in the sand. It's a line of faith, and we won't allow politicians to keep crossing it. Donald Trump, feeling all that outrage and pressure across the nation, did what he said he couldn't do just days before. An executive order won't change us, he said. But then he signed an executive order. Because he had to. This was a loss, a retreat from Donald Trump. This is a hopeful sign that moral conscience in this country can push back the cruelty of policies for a man like Donald Trump. So now this is a moment to build on. Let's have these candlelight vigils across the country that show people where the faith community stands, that we are against this. We are parents. We are liberals and conservatives. We are Republicans and Democrats. But these aren't political issues for us. They are matters of faith. They are tests of our 
discipleship. And whether we say no to this is a moral test for the future of this nation. This is no longer about Donald Trump and how evil he is. That's becoming more and more clear. This is about us and whether we're going to stand up to this evil. It's about what kind of country we want to be, what kind of people we're going to be, what it means to be a follower of Jesus in this time. So come to Washington on Friday night uh, and vigil with us, pray with us at the Capitol. Then join us for a rally of tens of thousands the next day at the White House on Saturday the 30th. Let me be clear on the logistics and location. The candlelight prayer vigil Friday night, 29th of June, is at the Capitol, the U.S. Congress, on the West Lawn side, right by the Reflecting Pond, and that's at 8.30. Come, bring your candles, and bring your prayers. On Saturday morning, beginning at 10 o'clock, the Families Belong Together rally will be at Lafayette Square, right across from the White House. Please join us for Friday night and for Saturday or do it back home where you are on Friday night or whatever night fits your schedule and your timing and your organizing. But across the country, I just, I just vision candles rising up all over this country and saying, you will not treat the stranger like this. You will not treat children like this. You will not separate families. Families belong together, and we will stand with the families against these cruel policies which are completely unbiblical, that are against the Word of God. So stand up, speak out, say no, and pray to God that we can be different people in a different country that this president envisions us being. God bless you. Lift up your candles. This is Jim Wallace for the soul of the nation.